1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: An AEW star is out injured. A top AEW TV ally has left Warner Brothers Discovery. And which classic WWE title does Drew McIntyre want back? For Thursday, May the 12th, 2022, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. are sending our best to Hikaru Shida this morning. Teeny tiny AEW Rampage spoiler. I'm not going to give you any match results or anything like that, don't worry. But what you're going to hear is based on something that was said on the taping for Rampage. And it came from Tony Schiavone. As he was interviewing Jade Cargill, Red Velvet and Kira Hogan, he announced that Hikaru Shida was out injured. As a result of this, Shida has been removed from the Owen Hart tournaments. Obviously, she was planned to be in action against Red Velvet in a quarterfinal match taking place on next week's Rampage. That match is no longer happening. Now, we don't know the nature of the injury that Hikaru Shida has suffered. She was in action for AEW back on April the 6th on Dynamite. She beat Julia Hart to enter the Owen Hart tournament to qualify for it. Uh, Her last match to date, uh, Figure Four Online report this, uh, was for Oz Academy in Japan. It was on May the 8th. She teamed with uh, Hiroyo Mastamuto and Rina Yamashita, against Maya Yukiki, Mayumi Uzaki, and Sayori Anu. And we don't know whether there was an injury suffered in that match. It's very possible. But Shida's been in good spirits. She was tweeting just a couple of hours ago about the busy wrestling schedule that she's had and the the acting rehearsal she's been attending as well. We're hoping that it's not an injury that sees Hikaru Shida away from the ring for too long long. Now in terms of the Owen Hart tournaments, the tournament must go on. It was revealed uh, that the quarterfinal opponent for Red Velvet will now be Chris Statlander. They've really geed up Statlander's gimmick and look and persona in the past few weeks. So this is a good time to see Statlander shine in the Owen Hart tournament. So that match will go down on next week's Rampage. But of course, we send our best wishes to Hikaru Shida and for a full and speedy recovery. So between the tapings for Dynamite and Rampage, Tony Khan came out and announced that AEW Grand Slam is coming back. And they are once again taking over the Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City. Didn't set a date exactly. Uh, It's looking like it's going to be around the autumn or the fall if you're American, Um, but when we know the date, of course, you will know at Cultaholic.com. Now, on Dynamite last night, we had another match announced for AEW Double or Nothing. Possibly, maybe. MJF is set to take on Wardlow at Double or Nothing if Wardlow goes through a few more hoops. So MJF said for a match with Wardlow to go down at double or nothing, first he would have to whip Wardlow 10 times. Isn't this what we did with Cody back then? Uh, After that, Wardlow will have to face Sean Spears in a steel cage with MJF as the special guest referee. And if Wardlow wins that match, then their match for double or nothing becomes a official. So Wardlow has got a few more things to do before he gets that match. I mean, it would be the sensible money to give us MJF versus Wardlow at double or nothing. Now, if we get to the match at double or nothing, which I'm pretty confident we will, uh, there are stipulations to it. There is more to add to that match. If Wardlow loses to MJF at double or nothing, he will never be allowed to sign a contract with AEW. If, however, he wins, he is released from his contract with MJF. Expect that to go down at Double or Nothing, the show that already we know will be headlined by CM Punk challenging Hangman Page for the AEW Championship. They're going to have a banger, those two are. We had a match announced for the buy-in for Double or Nothing last night as well. As for the first time ever, we will see Hookhausen in tag team action. Danhausen and Hook are going to team up on the buy-in to face Smart Mark Sterling and Tony Nese. There's a lot of love for Hookhausen in AEW. A lot of love for Hook as we saw, well, rather we didn't see on last night's episode of AEW Dynamite. So when the show went off the air, uh, we saw CM Punk interacting with Hook and Danhausen. This led to Hook and Punk bumping into each other and shaking hands. However, Hook refused to release the hand and pulled CM Punk in for a big old T-bone suplex, and then locked CM Punk in Red Row, which is which was a great which is a great way to end things for Dynamite. The fans there at the arena who don't like CM Punk anyway were very happy to see CM Punk get clattered by Hook. Whether this leads to potentially a Hook Punk thing down the road, we, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. I mean, obviously, it's, it's it wasn't when the cameras were on. It's non-canon. But I like the interaction between hook and punk. I, I was a big fan of that. A big fan of that. <laughs> obviously, more news coming out of AEW Dynamite you'll find throughout the day at Cultaholic.com.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
1: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com.
2: We're seeing a lot of moving and shaking in the television world as the discovery buyout of Warner Brothers continues to go through. Uh, we have seen just last night... A very strong ally of AEW's exiting that company. Deadline.com breaking this. Last night saying that Brett Weitz is exiting his position as general manager for a fair number of cable networks owned by Warner Brothers Discovery. This includes True TV, TBS, and TNT. Now, PW Insider say that White's was intimately involved in the launch and the growth Of AEW on TNT and later on TBS. He was a big ally for the for Tony Khan and AEW. He was named general manager for the networks for the same month in the same month that AEW debuted on TNT in October of 2019 and was a member of that company, Time Warner slash Warner Media, for 14 years before that. So he had history, he had respect, and also he was an ally for AEW. Now, this may mean nothing because just one person leaving a company like that doesn't change anything at this point. But I think it's an interesting conversation to have that somebody who was very much in the camp of AEW during the time of a major restructure of the entire thing. It's an interesting one to point out that Brett White, who was an ally of AEW, is heading away. We have an update on MLW's lawsuit towards WWE now. So, as we know, MLW uh, are claiming uh, some unfair business practice from WWE, saying that... WWE blocked them from working with Vice TV and has stopped them in other lucrative deals. WWE has filed to dismiss the case saying that it is without grounds. Uh, Despite this call for dismissal, Court Bauer, the owner of MLW, is planning to push ahead as he told Wrestling Inc. Daily. He said it would probably be strategically unwise to spill the beans on that sort of thing here and now. I'm not trying to blue ball you here, but all I can share is that we have exceptional, exceptional evidence of torsion of tortious interference and the legal process plays out and as the legal process plays out the public will see the evidence it will come out and it's pretty damning we'll keep an eye on that one five for select say that several promoters have made efforts to book cesaro since his release from wwe but his asking price is too high that is why we haven't seen cesaro making a return to wrestling at the moment promoters feel that he he has too large a cost attached to him Uh, it's worth noting says Fightful Select that Cesaro is managed by the same group that managed a couple of other wrestlers who have had similar comments about their booking fees that they're too high one promoter though unnamed seems confident that they will have secured Cesaro for a match in July so keep your eye on that one and Drew McIntyre wants just for one night only the WWE European Championship back, and you know what? couldn't be couldn't agree with you more, sir. He was chatting to Alex McCarthy. Uh, drew mcintyre was and he revealed uh, that the european championship was a big part of his childhood and that's why he wants it back for just one night he says i just want it because when i was a kid i saw it and i was like ah man i want to be the european champion and now i can't because it doesn't exist right now i don't like too many titles and there are a lot right now but i just wanted it when i was a kid so just bring it back let me win it and then i'll retire it you never want too many titles in the company because then it's not. Then they're not a special. I think where we are right now is good. But give old Drew the European title for young Drew. I'm I'm up for this as well. I'm happy to sign a petition to make that happen. YouTube.com forward slash cultaholic. Ross Tweddle sat down with Thunder Rosa, the reigning AEW Women's Champion, to find out what wrestling pet peeves she would send straight to hell. Dinky gear. We've had this before. <laughs> Shoes,
0: your bag. It's called something called laundry mat or a uh, a washer and dryer, or you can hand wash it. You know, soap and and uh, Febreze. No, no, no. Wash your gear. Wash your gear, please. It's not that expensive. Water is not that expensive. Soap is not... actually. You can use. You can use the hotel soap, brother. The hotel soap. You just really well if you don't know how to do hand i will actually put you know what you just give me an idea for my youtube
2: for my youtube channel
0: i am gonna give a lesson on how to do hand wash
2: check out ross chatting with Thunderosa right now at youtube.com forward slash cultaholic on the cultaholic podcast feed later on today it is a watch along special courtesy of the cultaholic classic nitro review sam driver and myself offer an alternative commentary to very alternative commentary for WCW Starcade 1995. You can watch along with us a little later on today on this podcast feed and at patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic where you'll find the video version of it as well. twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. You've got a double bill today. You've got Sam Driver tonight at 6BST. And you've got me at 1BST. I asked on Twitter what you'd like to stream today and overwhelming vote for The Mystery Box. What's The Mystery Box? Join me at twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic at one o'clock and you will find out for yourself. For the latest wrestling news throughout the day, check out cultaholic.com. And for the latest wrestling podcast, you can ask your smart speaker to play Cultaholic Wrestling. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye. Hold up.